Welcome to the Breast of Everything podcast, your trusted resource for breast health information, support, and encouragement. Your host today is Dr. Lindsay Gold of Comprehensive Breast Care. Welcome. Welcome to the Breast of Everything podcast. I'm your host today, Dr. Lindsay Gold of Comprehensive Breast Care. Today, I'm happy to introduce Shelly Rude, co-founder of Mission Ambition LLC, a proven leader in the civilian as well as military environments, Shelley is a decorated military intelligence officer who served our country for 16 years and attained the rank of captain. This third-generation business owner grew up swinging a hammer in Detroit and now is inspiring the world as a beloved speaker with endless stories. Shelley is a distinguished military graduate from Western Michigan University and is pursuing chaplain licensure at Moody Theological Seminary. Building a society of servant leaders through the others over self mindset, Shelly is daring us to be less self-focused. She is a devoted follower of Christ, a wife, mother of two school-age boys, and an advocate for strong women. Today, she joins me to talk about surviving the holidays as a breast cancer patient from a woman's veteran perspective. Welcome, Shelly. So exciting to have you on the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Oh, Dr. Lindsay Gold, the pleasure is all mine. I am truly honored to spend this time with you and your incredible audience. You have quite an impressive resume. Looking just at all of your military decorations and everything is, you know, super humbling. And so if, in case, I don't want to forget to, you know, thank you for your service. Um, I just... It, I feel so American when I talk to military personnel. It's very exciting. Um, so, but I want you to tell our listeners a little bit more about the work you do and how specifically you got involved with breast cancer survivors. It, it, was it a personal experience that might have influenced you? How did you make that leap? So the work that we do is really teaching, training, and educating. We are an educational provider. And what that means is we host workshops, we host seminars, and for the past few years, we've really been developing and growing as a company in Metro Detroit and trying to figure out what is our voice? What what do we really truly stand for? You know, when we have conversations every day, you're sending a message out into the world. And before you open your mouth, you should know what's about to come out of it. <laughs> oh, yes. As many people do not, as it were. But yes, you're 100% right. And so that's where we really circled back around to something that we started in the very beginning. And that's this phrase, others over self. And mm -hmm. I'm happy to say that it is actually a registered trademark of ours now. It's something that we are fully and absolutely committed to, body, mind, and soul. And mm -hmm. others over self is the genuine mindset that the needs of others are always greater than our own. It's a very humbling way to live your life. So the others over self mindset truly is going to be the biggest challenge that you've ever undertaken in your life because it means that you have to constantly be outward focused. Mm -hmm. And as human individuals, we are naturally inward focused. Right. Others over self is something that we use in our day-to-day -day walk, in our day-to-day -day life, in, inside of the thoughts of our brain. And it can be applied to every human being that's walking on this earth. Now, when I first had the opportunity to even consider coming onto your podcast, mm -hmm. I have to tell you, ma'am, when you say the words breast cancer survivor, it doesn't get more personal than that for me because that's my mother. 
And she went through it not even, you know, a handful of years ago now. And so it is so very fresh in our minds as a family. And Mm -hmm. I'm really honored to have been able to have an excuse to have a deeper conversation with her about her experience. As I'm sure many of our listeners can say, sometimes you're just so concerned with getting through it and surviving it that you don't take that time for genuine connection and reflection. Definitely. That's definitely. And there's a whole sort of survivorship sort of enterprise, a whole um, awakening really in the medical community that there are survivors and thrivers. And a lot of your traditional medicine, you know, surgery, chemo, radiation, all that different stuff people have to go to, you know, really doesn't address that part of their healing process because Mm. it is a process for them that continues long after, you know, the last doctor's appointment. It absolutely does. And, you know, I just want to give confidence to everyone to say that you're not alone in this. Mm -hmm. Trauma is trauma. Humans are designed to walk this earth and we are faulty, broken creatures. If it's not a cancer, then it will be a broken arm. It will be a broken leg. It will be a mental health illness. I mean, there are ways that the body breaks down and that's okay, right? That's what we're actually meant to do. We were made to be broken down eventually. <laughs> At mm-hmm. some point, we're going to fully break down. But, you know, right. we do our best to to retain what we have and to make the absolute most out of it. And so that's why it is such a joy to talk to you on this topic because that survival mindset of the breast cancer survival survivor is the same survival mindset, or at least it has the opportunity to be. So you are really, truly in a like-minded spirit with people such as myself who have been through amazing things in our lives. And it gives you an opportunity not to isolate yourself and only focus on your own experience, but instead to connect with others and hear how their experiences are similar to yours. Yes. And, you know, not to exclude men because, you know, they have their own benefits, but I My observation, even just um, through general surgery training, which I liken a little bit, is that there's a very military approach to general Mm. surgery training. And I find that the women who come through have a very different um, approach than the men. So men are kind of like um, fraternal about it. So basically, like, I went through this, I survived, now you're going to do it because you need to prove yourself. Women come through and they say, you know what, that kind of sucked. And I don't really want another woman to have to go through that. So I'm going to change it going forward. So she doesn't have to suffer like I did. And those are two completely different mindsets, right? That they are, they are, they truly are. And we do see that in the business world. We see Mm -hmm. that in the civilian world. We see that in the military world. And, you know, I have to honestly say thank you for not being afraid to say that there are differences in their core of the Mm -hmm. male and the female mind. And that is just science. That is physiology, right? Of of how the Mm -hmm. body works and the hormones that are within us and, and all of the things that come from creation. And so it's okay, right? Give yourselves permission to say that my experience is different than your experience and we're going to handle it differently. Correct. But, you know, everybody being respectful, of course, of everybody's experience. I mean, that's really how things um, grow and become better. So I'm going to circle back to um, discussing the holidays because this is a particular, like entering into the holiday season, this is a particularly difficult time 
for women who tend to be, you know, the do everything, you know, I don't need any help. I don't want to do it. And that's, you know, pretty much impossible when you're going mm. through something like this. So how do people learn to delegate, set boundaries and, you know, take care of themselves, allow other people to help them during this time? So truly, it all comes down to the mission. Mm-hmm. And you have to have an understanding of what your mission is. And right now, if your mission is to make it through a holiday season as a breast cancer survivor, then that's what we're going to do. And we're going to have a strategy to do that effectively. If you ignore that, if you try to pretend like you're not what you are, then all those troubles are going to come into play. Mm-hmm. If you're out on the battlefield and you get shot and you pretend like you're not shot, well, you might just lose enough blood that you're not going to make it to the next piece. Mm. And so for those of us that are breast cancer survivors and, and our bodies are healing and changing and growing and we are physically exhausted, we are mentally exhausted, I'm giving you permission as a strong military woman, it's okay that you're not okay. Mm-hmm. And anybody who tells you otherwise have them call me. <laughs> we'll have a good chat. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, there is, I, I would say, like, some similarities, right, in a, in a um, going through a, a breast cancer diagnosis for, say, women who are undergoing mastectomy, either by choice or because that's what the disease requires, um, you know, and a person's military experience, right? Nobody chooses to lose a limb, but you know, it's a, a physical- really big deal. A physical ailment is a physical ailment. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter what it is or what color or shape or form. It all has effects on the body, right? Mind, Mm -hmm. soul, spirit, all of it. And, you know, I'll share with you, I'm not personally a breast cancer survivor, but Mm -hmm. I did have a medical episode a few years ago that was completely debilitating. Mm -hmm. Uh, My body actually grew a false tumor in the back of one of my eyes. And as a young mother, to lose my ability to drive a car, to see a phone, to see a computer, to Mm -hmm. even have to worry about my temporary blindness turning into permanent blindness. These are big deals. And so I'm not downplaying anything about the world of breast cancer and all of these unique experiences that we're all going through. My point here is to say that me too, right? All of us, we all are going through these experiences together. Yours might look different than mine, but we are going through it. And so there are some key ways that we can set some boundaries around our holiday activities. So the first thing that I would love for everyone to really embrace is the idea of why. So why Mm -hmm. do we delegate? We delegate to make a greater impact. It's all about the mission. You have to be mission focused. When we make a bigger impact, you have to remember that missions have timelines. It blows my mind that people turn the holidays into a three-month-long process. (laughs) I I personally don't understand it. And I watch my mother struggle with this year after year. And I watch my clients struggle with this. And, you know, they buy something and bring it back and take it back and and wrap it three times. And then they're so concerned that it's not the right thing. And it's just this never ending ball of anxiety. Right. And Mm -hmm. so the first thing to do is really put some end caps on it. Say, I'm going to start on Tuesday and we're going to be done on Friday. And you know what? If it didn't happen in that timeline, the mission is over and it's time to move on. And that's okay. The second thing about making a greater impact is to remember that it takes a team. We delegate because you cannot do it all on your own. 
And if you're trying to do it all on your own, then that means that you haven't done a very good job of building your team. I'm sorry. Right, right. <laughs> Go to your son and say, you know what? You need to step up as a man. Go buy that potato salad from the store for me. I'm not making it from scratch this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is so true. That is so true. The I last thing I want to say about delegating is that we have to give praise without expecting it back. This mm -hmm. is just a mind game that we play when we are part of a team or when we do delegate something to somebody else. Just give praise. However, this is a control thing, right? If you put mm -hmm. somebody else in charge of the ham, just let them bring the ham. Who cares if it's cubed and not spiraled sliced? Who cares if they forgot the honey glaze? Life will go on. We'll all be okay. Yes. <laughs> and praise them anyway. Praise them because they brought the ham. Don't yes. tear them down. Don't cut their legs out from underneath them because they didn't mm -hmm. do it the way you would do it. They did it and they filled a need. And all that you should say to them this year is thank you. Yeah, that's major. Like you said, it's, it's kind of human nature not to do that. So you have to intentionally like and consciously think about these things in order to react that way. You truly do. And, you know, we all, we all do it to each other. Mm -hmm. And one way that we do this is just this idea of what in my family we call gifts with conditions. Uh, and you yes. might be guilty of giving gifts with conditions, but you oh, also yeah. might be needing to recognize when you're receiving these things. So what yep. this looks like is your aunt gives a gift for your child. And then she requires that you take pictures while you're opening it with the child. And she makes you feel guilty because you didn't send a thank you card after the holidays, right? These are conditions that come with what should have been a wholehearted, overwhelming gift. Right. And, and at that point, it's not a gift anymore. Right. You know, taking this to an extreme example, when my husband and I were married a few years ago, my father actually offered to throw us this incredible wedding and he wanted to be in charge and he wanted <laughs> to have the guest list ahead of time and he wanted to be, you know, choosing the caterer. And it was a wonderful show of a gift, but it came with a lot of conditions. Mm -hmm. And we just decided, you know what, maybe we'll just go simple this year. Mm -hmm. And you can do that too. Yeah. It's hard for people to do. It really is. I learned that exact thing from... Uh, a childhood friend many years ago who her parents are like exceptionally wealthy, but everything they did, like you said, came with conditions. And so as she, you know, created her own family, she just basically said, you know what? Money, money's not that important. I, I don't, I don't need your millions. I don't need, I can't, I don't want to subject my children and my husband to that. That's that's just bad energy. So her her interaction is limited because of that, because mm. that's what that's what she said. And it's, you know, a lot of people say, oh, my God, you know, how could she walk away from a family that has, you know, millions and millions of dollars? It's just not that important, you know, right? Your mental health, your your physical health, so much more important. So super proud of her. Now, I love the tagline um, on your website in your program of, your life should resemble a nuclear explosion, not an old person's birthday cake. Tell, cake, tell me what you mean by this. I love that. Oh, I, I'm not trying to be rude to old people. For heaven's sakes, I love all of the candles on yeah. your cake. The point here is that a nuclear bomb, the way that it... So, okay, let's take 100 candles and put them on a cake. 
you mm-hmm. know what that cake is going to look like, right? And right. if you add one more candle to that cake, it's going to shine a little bit brighter. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's nice. The way that a nuclear bomb works is they react off of each other exponentially. So let's just say that you have a nuclear bomb worth five and you add it within a certain radius to, I'm trying to talk layman's terms here. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Try to add another nuclear bomb so that when they both explode, one actually ricochets off of the other. And if it's five and five, you don't get 10. You get 15, you get 25, you get 35, right? That is the beauty Mm -hmm. of being a nuclear bomb. When Mm. you have one person who is just going after their mission and is so passionate about what the Lord has put them on this earth to do until they move on. When Mm -hmm. you take that person and put them with another person of a similar mindset, you don't Mm -hmm. just get one more candle added to the cake. You get this incredible, massive explosion of energy and power and the ability for this world to become a better place. And when we help the world be a better place, then God can come in and change the world. Oh, that yeah, you have to be open to it. That's that's really good. So if everybody's goal is to live intentionally, how can we describe that to our patients? How can how can I describe that as a benefit to the patients? Living with intention is the ultimate way to live in life. On if if you're not, then honestly, what are what are you doing? Mm-hmm. We're just living out our days until the breath is taken away from us. Yeah. When we live with intention, it means that we're working towards something. It means that we have a goal in mind. It means that we are finding purpose. And I say this, you know, I didn't come to the Lord uh, as a five-year-old in church, okay? I, I say this as a seasoned military woman who has lived a lot of life. And Mm -hmm. I did not become a Christian and truly until I was almost 30 years old. So I Mm -hmm. screwed up a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I'll tell you, all of those years of screwing up with no intent is Mm -hmm. just survival mode. Yeah. It's give me another day, give me another week, give me another, you know, whatever until, until that's it and that's gone. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to challenge everyone to make sure that especially during the holidays, because this is the highest depression rates for Mm -hmm. our nation is during the holiday time. And I really want to challenge you to make sure why are you living with intent? What Mm -hmm. is your intent? Truly, if you wake up and your breath is gone tomorrow and the penuma, the spirit of your world is, is out and your family continues on, what did you say? What did you stand for? Mm-hmm. And that's what you should be working towards every single day. And it's not going to be because the bow was a little bit bigger. It's not going to be because the tape was the clear, shiny stuff and not the cheap <laughs> stuff. Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> so until we waste our precious, precious seconds of our lives on these stupid decisions, mm-hmm. can we please just think a little bit more about interacting with the people around us in a more meaningful and a more intentional way? Yeah. So really, truly living, don't sweat the smell stuff and living at a higher level. You know, it's my observation over, um, you know, a number of years of practice that women, you know, sort of I don't know, tolerate, if you will, or handle their diagnosis of breast cancer when they do have a very um, strong, strong faith, when they do believe that, you know, there's a higher power or that God has a purpose for them. Um, I think there's a lot less fear 
Um, I mean, it's scary, like you say, to have a health problem and whatever. But if you can really trust um, and find meaning in, in that purpose, um, I, I think it's my observation that people really do do better, if you will, with their diagnosis, because it's a hard thing. And that's true. And let me actually flip that. So next time somebody feels that way, mm-hmm. think of this. So I have a friend who's a military veteran. She's multiple uh, combat veteran. She was convinced that she was going to die in combat. She's been oh. in multiple theaters and in multiple situations where the Lord could have taken her, but mm-hmm. he didn't. Mm-hmm. And, sh- and she's out now and she's a civilian. And it's been 10 years since she served in the military. And do you know that she still is questioning why wasn't my life taken on the battlefield? Hmm. So you you're, you might make it through this. You are going to make it through this. You're probably going to make it through this. My question to you is what's on the other side? Mm-hmm. That's pretty deep. I, I think a lot of people don't think about that. And not even on the other side of life, right? I mean, eternal mm-hmm. consequence. Yes, you can call me. We'll go have coffee and talk about that. <laughs> but <laughs> right. what's on the other side of this mission? What's on the other right. side of this conflict? Because it is going to go away. It's right. not for, it will forever change you, but mm-hmm. the immediate survival moment will pass. Mm-hmm. Are you ready mm-hmm. for when it does? Right. That's so interesting. I do tell my patients that there, you know, I say, I know you can't see it right now, but there will be a time in your future that this is not what you think about and what you live every day there will be life beyond this. And it's going to be your choice of what you want to do with that if that gift is given to you. Because I mean, every day is a gift for all of us, right? I have dear friends that their 15-year-old son didn't wake up mm-hmm. and he had a heart condition. They didn't know about it. And right. you know, it, it all comes down to this level of control as well, right? I mean, the Lord truly takes you when you're supposed to go home. Mm-hmm. And we are not in control of when that decision is. And you're correct. It is horrendously fearful if we're floundering around unintentionally. <laughs> yeah. No, very, very scary. Yep. That's why I say I, it's my observation that people sort of tolerate the the mental trauma a little bit better because it takes a notch of fear out of it. I mean, there's still you know, always going to be fear, but but much, much mm. less. I popped over to um, the mail, the post office a while ago, and I talked to everybody. I love people. Uh-huh. And the lady that was helping me, her name is Jeannie, and Jeannie is a breast cancer survivor. And I was preparing for this interview. And so I asked Jeannie, you know, what would you say to this incredible audience if you had this opportunity? And Jeannie said that for her last year, she was diagnosed. And so she was going through it really in survival mode in the heat of the season. Mm-hmm. And she said for her, what she recognized is that her anxiety of gift choice and perfect wrapping and how will they feel when I give them this amazing gift that might be the last one I give them. She oh. said all of those thoughts were her way of trying to control a situation that she couldn't control yep. because she felt like the cancer took all of the control out uh. of her life. She yep. was grasping for straws and overdoing anything that was within her control. So oh, just yes. be very conscious of that. Yep. Uh, that We see that all of the time, just about in every woman. 
just about. And you know, if we're going to go crazy and control things, how about we control our diet? Uh, how about we, yeah. if we control our lifting regimen? Ladies, let's go get some iron and pump it up a little bit here. Uh -huh. <laughs> no osteoporosis sure. for this one. <laughs> that is very true. It is really hard for ladies to, to deal with those control issues. Yep. Oh boy. My goodness. Well, how can the listeners be a part of the others over self sort of movement or mindset um, if they're interested? Others over self truly is something that is for everyone. It's for anybody who lives their life in a position of influence. If you have a family, if you have a loved one, if you have a neighbor, if you have a business, if you have a team that you're running, how are you leading them? If you're interested in leading people in the selfless service mindset, then I just encourage you to stay connected with us. We have a private Facebook group that you can be a part of and you can interact with other people who are dedicated to this others over self mindset. And I'll tell you, it is not an easy thing to do. If you're going to choose to live for others this holiday season, that means you better get out of your own way. It's incredibly yes. challenging. And there's only a few of us out there that are willing to step up and accept that challenge. But I know somebody listening is going to accept that challenge. Oh, absolutely. So please find us on Facebook. You can find me. My name is Shelly Rood, R-O-O-D. And you can also look up the phrase, Others Over Self. You'll find our social media all over the place. Connect with me. Uh, mention that you heard us on the CBC podcast here. And I'll make sure to get you a coupon code so that if you really are wanting to take this uh, others over self mindset to the next level. Maybe I'll get you a t-shirt that says it on there. That way, when you're out holiday shopping and you're starting to feel overwhelmed, you can just kind of look down at yourself and have a little check there. Yeah. <laughs> Calm and down, Shelly. You'll be okay. <laughs> yes. Hopefully others too will say, Hey, what's that? Hey, what does your shirt mean? That's they a great do. Way. They do it all the time. That is a great way. Well, listen, thank you, Shelly, for joining us today on the Breast of Everything podcast. I'm so grateful um, that you were able to uh, talk to our listeners today. Thank you for having me, Dr. Gold. It truly is an honor. And I just want to tell you that I have nothing but support and admiration for the work that you do. And to hear the type of guidance that you are providing to the world at large, it makes me feel very happy to know that they're, that you're out in the world. Well, thank you very much. Listeners, as always, I thank you for listening to the Breast of Everything podcast. I'm your host tonight, Dr. Lindsay Gold of Comprehensive Breast Care. As always, we want to hear from you. If you have a topic you would like us to talk about, we always welcome your suggestions. You can send them to compbreastcare.com. That's C-O-M-P-B-R-E-A-S-T-C-A-R-E.com. Everybody stay well, stay strong. Till next time. Thank you. You've been listening to the Breast of Everything podcast with your host and board certified breast surgeon, Dr. Lindsay Gold of Comprehensive Breast Care. If you have a subject you would like the surgeons to discuss, please email your suggestions online at compbreastcare.com. That's C-O-M-P-B-R-E-A-S-T-C-A-R-E.com. The doctors want to hear from you. The views, thoughts, and opinions shared in this podcast are intended for general education and informational purposes only and should not be substituted for medical advice, treatment, or care from your physician or healthcare provider. Always consult your healthcare provider first.